Welcome to a nonfiction story cast about people in Seattle who built churches and how they did it. I'm Cindy Safranoff. I'm the author, and this is Dedication, building the Seattle branches of Mary Baker Eddy's church, a centennial story. Episode 38, Opening Services. The completion of the new edifice for Third Church of Christ Scientist Seattle was announced in the local newspapers the day before the three opening services, morning, afternoon, and evening, on Sunday, November 12, 1922, to be presided over by Ralph Forbes, first reader. The headlines in the newspapers foremost noted the cost of the building, $100,000, including the furnishings. The Seattle Times and the Seattle Star similarly described the three-story building as cement construction finished in brick veneer and terracotta trimmings. The wide entrance is adorned by five ionic columns. Interior finishes are of woodwork, ivory enameled. Pews are of light oak. Windows are made of art glass, while an indirect lighting system has been installed. A three-manual Austin pipe organ will be installed soon, but it has not been received yet. It had been almost exactly eight years since their first church service at the University Masonic Hall. While newspaper readers were learning about the upcoming opening services and the new edifice, the building committee had its own focus. Their minutes recorded. The day before the opening of the church found the members of the committee busy getting the building swept and garnished for the initial services. During the entire week, Members of the committee had been in almost constant attendance at the church, supervising painting, cleaning, carpet laying, furniture placing, landscape gardening, etc. Much still remained to be done, but at noon the committee found a quiet corner of the auditorium where they paused for a few moments of silent thanksgiving followed by Mrs. Cole's readings. The committee learned that the board appointed them all to serve as ushers in the foyer. Mrs. Cole's readings included the phrase, the spiritual modesty of Christian science as the jewel of church building. Christian scientists valued modesty, but even so the church members and visitors would certainly want to voice their appreciation to this team of five who had so faithfully accomplished so much. They could do so individually in the foyer before and after the services. The building committee had proved their dedication. They had at least 253 meetings over a period of almost four years. Their ongoing work had required the study in detail and often at great length, such matters as wall construction, arches, curves, 
ornamental detail, floor construction, lighting equipment, heating and ventilation, color effects in walls, trims and glass, and in all manner of furnishings, and research into church pipe organs, which required especially careful consideration. They had had many problems and trying experiences. The committee later reported that diligent spiritual preparation and study of the Bible and Mary Baker Eddy's writings removed many mountainous difficulties along the way. And now their work was essentially done, giving eloquent testimony to his direction. One is greeted with a warm, sunshiny effect in the church auditorium, later wrote Eileen Gormley, the first historian at Third Church. Miss Gormley saw the Corinthian architecture of the new edifice as majestic and yet pure and simple, as is Christian science itself, and the opening event as a time for gratitude and joy in the demonstration of the truth, which stood clearly before the eyes of all, and which was understood more clearly in the thoughts of those who had worked and watched. The members of Third Church expected their attendance and membership to continue to grow. When this small band of members decided to design the auditorium to seat 840 congregants and the Sunday school to serve 700 children, they were confident that it would not be possible to build a Christian science church that will not soon be filled for the same reason that the law of God maintains a balance between supply and demand. Starting from the opening Sunday, Third Church held two services, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., as First and Fourth Churches had been doing for several years. There were still many more details to attend to that kept the building committee members as active as ever. There were bills to pay from the construction workers and suppliers and decisions to make about insurance. There was a contract dispute to resolve with the subcontractor for the plastering and a disagreement to settle with their architect over his final bill for construction supervision and travel expenses. There was linoleum to install, concrete landings to build for the front entrance and a sidewalk to repair. There were more furnishings to buy, umbrella racks for the vestibule, special wrought iron lamps to custom design, and a grand piano rental needed until the organ could be installed. Then there were the customer service issues surrounding the organ, with months of ongoing communications to prevent further delivery delays. The committee needed to persistently monitor the progress until the organ was installed. The report of the building committee at the semiannual membership meeting, June 1923, gave a reflective summary of their process. From the beginning of our work as a committee, we have sought to make every step taken an unfoldment of God's plan. We have endeavored to be humble enough 
so to lay aside our own wishes that we should all be of one mind, and that the mind of Christ, before reaching any least decision. In this endeavor, we many times found it necessary to bring our five differing opinions to harmonious agreement before proceeding. May we all profit from the lessons learned in this work and add charity to charity, to patience more patience, to spiritual purpose greater wisdom and zeal, and in so doing prove with ever greater certainty that the true church is a spiritual structure which heals and saves. We are confident that the work done is God's work, from the selection of the design to the carrying out of the detail thereof. This fact is further proven in the united, consecrated support given by the members to every problem referred to them, and the spiritual unity manifested throughout the entire period of building. Respectfully Submitted Building Committee Early in July, the building committee met at the church for a final inspection of the organ installation. The instrument was carefully checked over and compared to the specifications. Then a prominent local organist, Mr. W. H. Donnelly, put on a private organ concert for them so they could hear the instrument's possibilities. The committee members were fully satisfied, a sentiment they expressed in one final letter to the board. With this, their work was done. The meeting minutes were wrapped up and the committee dissolved.
Thanks for listening to Dedication by me, Cindy Safranoff. All events and characters in this story are as true and accurate as the available sources. All opinions are mine. To support and learn more about this groundbreaking research project and read my writing, visit cindysafranoff.com.